0: Good evening Bitcoiners, it is Brian the UK Bitcoin master back with another show in my series, the UK Bitcoin Master Live Show. Uh, Today is the 5th of August 2021 and it is 6pm London time. So welcome to all my Bitcoin friends from around the world. Um, Now, the one thing I will say before we go any further is you will clearly see this is a premiere. So I am not actually here live with you. This was a recording I did earlier. Reason being, you know, as my regulars, I absolutely love and believe in going live, interacting with you all in the chat so that you feel part of my show. Unfortunately, right now, or unfortunately for you guys, right now I am sat down at a table just about to enjoy uh, an evening meal with my family for a big, birthday, a big round number birthday. And as much as I love being here with you guys live, I'm simply not prepared to compromise a big round number birthday with the most precious thing on earth to me, uh, which is family. So where possible, I'm going to be in the chat with you all. I'm going to try and put a message here and there wherever I can, but forgive me if I don't manage it, but I am certainly going to try. So first things first, Pound that like button, people. Really important. Strong Bitcoin hand. Even more important. Very quickly, if I may, let's get those all important preliminaries out of the way. Um, If you are new to the channel, don't take anything I say as financial advice, people really important you don't do that do your own research bitcoin is an incredibly exciting asset class to be part of but you know it's volatile it's new it can go down as well as it can go up so very important you do your own research secondly check out my work if you're new to this ukbitcoinmaster.com that is where you are going to find all the videos i've done to date. and i've been youtubing since april 2018, so over three years now, twice a week, pretty well every Monday and every Thursday at 6 pm London time. Um, If you want to check out some of the interviews that I've done with some of the greatest thought leaders in the space, uh, do check out bitcoininterviews.com. And you can also follow me if you're busy and on the move on my podcast platform, which is Bitcoin Podcast, sorry, UK Bitcoin Master Podcast with an S on the end. You can also subscribe on um, Apple, on Google, wherever the normal podcasts are. And finally, uh, for anybody looking to drop a lightning tip, there is the the address for my tipping.me. And I would encourage each and every one of you, not because I need donations, because I don't, but to go over, set yourself up a moon or a wallet of Satoshi Lightning wallet, put a few sats in there and practice sending them. If you go to this address, um, you can you can scan a QR code and send 100 sats. Somebody sent, I think it was seven sats uh, a few days ago, which was zero value, but they're just getting used to moving sats around. So I would encourage you to do that. For those of you that have sent a few sats, thank you. Again, I don't need them, but I want you guys to start practicing moving satoshis around on the Lightning Network, because Bitcoin, in my opinion, will be the base layer, and Lightning will be layer two, where we move money around and pay for things. So let me get that out of the way. So today, show is going to be slightly different in as much as I'm still going to run a video for you all. Um, but, you know, if we have a belief in Bitcoin, if we have a belief that Bitcoin is going to go up in value, then surely we ought to be looking at how best we protect our Bitcoin from scammers, I talk about that all the time, from governments that want to bleed us dry and milk us dry. Now, unfortunately, the information I'm going to share with you is based in the US, but don't think it won't come to a country near you or your country, um, because I believe it will, people. So what I want to do is I want to go over and I want to run a short video and I'll do my normal bit where I interject with you all um, and sort of put my two pennies in. Now, this is from a guy called Andrew Henderson, who is famous for a book called The Nomad Capitalist. And I follow Andrew. I've got the book. I've read the book. I'm intrigued by everything that he's saying. But I also accept, before we get into the video, that there's an argument on both sides. There's the argument that says they can bleep off. They're not having my Bitcoin. You know, I lost it in a boating accident. That's great. But equally, there's people like me that have got family, got grandchildren. And you know what? I don't want to be constantly looking over my shoulder to see if the next person in a slimy suit is somebody from HMRC, our equivalent of your IRS in the US, um, coming after me, For tax evasion and then putting me in prison. I don't want that. So, what you have to do as a viewer is make your own mind up what you do. I'm very interested in the second passport, second citizenship, citizenship that Andrew talks about. Um, I would encourage you all to follow him on YouTube. Of course, us Bitcoiners, we've got Katie the Russian, you know, an ex Russian athlete who um, uh, defected and is now got a business that helps people people get second passports. What I wanted to do is just run this video and give you Andrew's thoughts on what he sees going on in the world out there. So let's run the video. And again, I'll interject where I feel the need. Whoops, let's get onto my iPhone window. And here we go with Andrew Henderson from No Bad Capitalist.
1: With lots of political talk about just how unfortunate it is that some people have gotten wealthier in the recent years, there is now increased interest by politicians in Western countries about what's called an unrealized capital gains tax. Basically, even if you haven't sold your business or your art or your Bitcoin or those Tesla shares, you should have to pay because you have the money today. Whether you have it or not tomorrow, that doesn't matter. So today I'm going to share with you two new ideas from the U.S., about just how much politicians are pushing to tax your unrealized gains. Hi, I'm Andrew Henderson, the author of the book Nomad Capitalist and the founder of the company Nomad Capitalist, where we help seven- and eight-figure entrepreneurs and investors legally go where you're treated best and escape the clutches of the Bernie Sanders, the Elizabeth Warrens, and all of the other leftist politicians who think that you're making money is a big problem. You can learn more at nomadcapitalist.com and this is something that we've seen coming for a while. One thing that I have uh got a lot of pushback on earlier in the year from bitcoin and cryptocurrency investors as those assets rose dramatically in value was the idea that hey, who cares about capital gains tax when you can simply borrow against your assets forever. Well, now this
0: is a really interesting one. So, you know, we all feel even me, you know, we're going to borrow against our assets. But um and that's great, but uh you know, maybe he's coming from a non crypto standpoint, maybe he doesn't understand the crypto financial um, companies like Unchained Capital and the like that are out there. But equally,
1: he still does have some very good points. Number one, if you're borrowing against all your assets and you have no income, you know, how do you pay back the loans? But people in the leftist political circles have figured out that that's just what you shouldn't be allowed to do they've seen the billionaires like elon musk and jeff Bezos and bill gates have seen their fortunes rise dramatically uh, in the last couple of years they've said hey how can these people get to borrow money against their stock to live a lavish lifestyle that shouldn't be allowed so let's go out and let's tax people on their unrealized gains Let's have either every year, we're gonna figure out what you have on December 31st, or let's have a one-time tax where we're gonna say, as of a certain date, everything has to be deemed sold. This is what happens when you actually expatriate from the United States. If you trigger one of the three tests to be what, what's called a covered expatriate, they say, all right, we figure you've sold everything. And because this is our last chance to tax you before you you know, formally leave the U.S. for good, never to be heard from again, potentially.
0: You see, there you go. See, if I was a U.S. citizen, and all my family were there, I would be thinking, how can I not uh, evade tax, but avoid paying them, you know, the two taxes, the state and the federal tax, but not leave my children, grandchildren behind and only see them a couple of times a year, which is not, in my opinion, what living is about. So, you know, I'm particularly interested to see, you know, what, um I know tax write-offs there are in terms of, you know, my Bitcoin asset growing. And there there may not be. The point I'm making here is I'm at least interested enough. I at least have enough belief that Bitcoin is going to in quotes the moon that I don't want to leave it to chance that everything will be okay. It went over the side in a boating accident etc etc because you know they've got they've got deep tentacles governments you know and we already know from previous shows and other shows that i've watched that they will do extreme things they will take extreme measures to track down people and get their cut from them so what i'm saying here i guess is just at least be open to you know, if you believe that Bitcoin's on the tra- trajectory we all believe it's going, start listening to people like Andrew Henderson, start listening to or following Katie the Russian, start looking into Plan B passports or whatever it might be, so that at least you have another option, should they come down hard if and when these dominoes fall and maybe fiat currencies collapse.
1: I guess that's all I'm saying. Actually. Um you're going to pay us tax on any unrealized gains that's something that already happens there's already a precedent for it it's something that there was a precedent set for with the trump tax reformer they went back and basically said hey for the last 31 years whatever you multinationals have earned uh, you're going to have to bring that money back to the u.s and pay a tax on it and so now leftist politicians are saying well let's do something like that to basically say hey bill gates you've got 125 billion dollars and uh, you haven't paid tax and all that run up in gains. So we'll just assume you sold it and we'll tax you. Now, there's all kinds of economics about that and why it may not work and what happens if the asset goes down? Do you get to claim it back later? And how do you value art? Well, politicians have been pushing forward nevertheless because if there's one thing that politicians won't let get in the way, it's logic and good reason. And so politicians in the U.S. have been, a few of them at least, pushing forward with an idea to figure out some way to tax your unrealized gains. Again, whether it's potentially a business that you haven't sold, that could be highly illiquid, a piece of art, a piece of real estate, whatever the case may be. One thing we know historically is even though they target the billionaires, the billionaire class is taking advantage. It's going to be a lot more than just billionaires. And I'll tell you why I know that because of a new article uh, that I came across recently in the Wall Street Journal that talks about how a group of, I believe, seven politicians is pushing forward to basically eliminate uh, the capital gains exemption that comes at death and reduce it to a million dollars. An article from the Wall Street Journal says that a discussion draft released uh, you know, recently by Senator Chris Van Hollen of Maryland and others marks a first attempt to put details on the idea that President Biden endorsed during the 2020 campaign. Capital gains tax, tax, taxation is likely to spur significant debate in coming months as Democrats look for to raise money From high-income households to pay for Mr. Biden's proposed spending on infrastructure and social programs. So before we even get into this, you can argue, you know, should people pay tax? Shouldn't they pay tax? If you live in the United States, listen, you have taxes. If you want to join me in the nomad capitalist world, uh, you can live a pretty tax-free lifestyle if you want. But the idea is not that— you know, I mean, they, they are, their idea is that it's unfair, but that's merely the setup for the fact that hey, we have social agendas that we need to buy votes, and uh, we don't know where the money's going to come from because they waste so much of it. <laughs> Somehow, the UAE uh, and other countries can build the best-looking roads, the best infrastructure you've ever seen in your life, with zero tax. Okay, they've got a VAT now. I highly doubt it's that 5% that gets added in on every Prada bag sold that's paying for the gleaming infrastructure. But they figured out how to get by with a minimal level of tax. The U.S. has some of the highest tax rates in the world, and they want them to literally, in some cases now, become the highest tax rates under Biden's proposals. You would have, uh, in some cases, the highest tax rates in the world on some types. And somehow they still need more money. So this is all just a setup. To make you the evil rich guy who has been working hard building your business. Maybe you've got a boost because people are ordering more stuff online the last year and a half. It's not your fault. But you're the evil jerk who now has to pay for their social program so they can go out and buy more votes. And here's the thing. The country's with them, by and large. The country, by and large, likes the idea of free goodies. Free goodies.
0: Yeah. And the country, which is the masses, the 95 percent upwards, when people like politicians say, let's tax the rich, they rub their hands together. They get behind the government. The government pushes bills through whatever you call it in different countries because the masses are generally behind them and the masses don't realize what the government are doing to them until they've pushed these bills through. It's made legal. And then the dominoes start to fall. So on a personal level, I am just keeping abreast of everything that's going on out there, being a Bitcoin investor, knowing where I believe Bitcoin is going. I just want to be ahead of them. I want to be ahead of the curve. I want to, you know, know if something's going to be passed that is going to go and hammer my holdings. In the UK, I believe currently at the the time of this video video going out in uh, August 2021, in the UK, we've got a 10% and a 20% um, capital gains tax, depending on the threshold, with a uh, £12,300 tax-free tax free And then after that, 10% up to 37.5%, I believe. And then after that, it's 20%. But can you imagine if they make it 40%? I've heard this. I've heard rumblings of this here in the UK, that they want to bring this in to make it 40% capital gains. Well, just think about that for a moment. Every 100,000 you've got, you've got to give them 40 grand. Every million you've got, you've got to give them four hundred. Thousand, And I'm telling you, on a personal level, that doesn't impress me much, as Shania Twain uh, once said. So I want to be ahead of that, and I want to know what's going on, which is why I follow people
1: like um, Nomad Capitalist. what they want, and it's only getting worse. Under the current law, someone who dies with appreciated assets, including homes, businesses, and stocks and taxable accounts, doesn't have to pay capital gains tax on that increase, the article continues. Instead, their heirs have to pay capital gains tax only after they sell and only on gains after the original owner's death. That stepped-up basis is a long-standing feature of the tax code, but it has come under increasing attack from Democrats who see wealthy people's profits, wealthy people's profits escaping the income tax. Now, how is it for all these years, politicians who were well aware of this didn't find it to be a problem? Until they go out and they print money like it's going out of style. They spend $6 trillion more than adjusted for inflation. They spent winning World War II and all kinds of other things combined. They spend $6 trillion in a year on fixing, uh, responding to whatever you want to call it, a pandemic. And just now that mm. they've spent money mm. frivolously and everything is caught up with them and their massive debt levels and they are losing relevance in the world, suddenly, oh, the wealthy aren't paying enough the wealthy who have brought all the businesses to the country, the wealthy who have allegedly you know, the, the, made the United States a legacy brand, a country that was once great and now is flailing. Just now they realize you need to pay more. Uh, Mr. Van Hollen said in a statement, the stepped-up basis loophole is one of the biggest tax breaks in the book, providing an unfair advantage to the wealthiest heirs every year. How dare you make money and want to give it to your children?
0: This proposal- precisely how dare you do something, as I'm doing, to leave a legacy for your children, to help them have a better future. How dare you? We're going to tax you to death on that because it's not fair that you've
1: got ahead of us. So we'll eliminate that loophole once and for all. Here is what is happening. The government, the politicians, are increasingly under pressure as, the, uh, as their policies have not been working. As uh, the world is expanding and I can now go and hire anywhere in the world that I want to. I no longer have to stay in Cleveland, Ohio and hire people where I'm from. I can go anywhere. They've done a very bad job of managing their country in the face of competition around the world. They have pushed people away. They've had an arrogant attitude. That's why we call them legacy brand countries. They, had, they have a brand that they milk. Does anyone really believe that Louis Vuitton shoes are of the same quality that they were uh, 50 years ago? you want to buy Louis Vuitton for the brand, if you enjoy the look, they still look very nice. They still look better than other shoes, but they are cashing in on the brand. And there's nothing wrong with that, but do you want to have that in your country? Do you want to pay more because you've built up the country, people like you have built up the country, and now, oh, now the same thing that's worked for us. We want to get rid of it. We want to tax you more uh, because we have money that needs to be spent. And they're basically going to change all the rules uh, and say, hey, uh, you made some money, you made some capital gains, you built a business, you know what, we want to tax it now because we need the money. So we've talked about how you know, the U.S. government, for example, can go into your safe deposit box and just take all the safe deposit boxes in one place because a couple of people may have been involved in criminal activity and you have to fight to get it back. I wouldn't call that the rule of law. But they want to do the same thing with the tax code and say, hey, whatever we said, whatever we claim we would do. By the way, under Democrats and Republicans with the Trump tax code, they did the same thing. We're going to go back in time. We're going to change the rules and we're going to ask you to pay now because we need the money. And what is happening is the politicians need to cater to people who increasingly want stuff because they've done such a bad job. They have not match the competition. They have not said we want to be part of the competition. They've just said, hey, you're a jerk for leaving. Uh, And they've allowed people like me to go and say, great, I will invest in other places. I will take my job somewhere else. I'm not saying that to taunt anyone, but I'm saying it quite simply because they are a legacy brand country, again, much in the mold of any brand that you see up there, whose quality has gone downhill. And then when they realize it doesn't work, they try and extract as much as possible from the remaining customers. My perspective is, why do you want to be a customer of a country that does that, where the rules are constantly changing against you? Now, if you want to live in the U.S., listen, you're going to have to pay some tax because they waste a lot of money. You're going to have to. just not all That's governments... just the deal. So if you want to live in the United States, you're going to have to pay something. If you want to join me here in Nomad Capitalist land and you want to find places where they don't need to tax your capital gains at all, let alone change the rules about giving stuff to your kids, they don't have inheritance taxes or gift taxes at all, they may not even have income taxes at all, you're welcome to do that. And so the planning is as always, you're going to move to Puerto Rico, you're going to get a second passport, you're going to move overseas. You know, what are the pieces of your plan going to be to be able to keep more of your own money? Because this stuff is only, continue, is only a beginning. It will continue. They will find more ways to find more loopholes in the tax code to say you can't give money to your kids. You shouldn't build a business without paying us as you go. And it's going to be increasingly difficult to build wealth. You know, we talked uh, a couple years ago about that old analogy. If you have a penny a day, and you double it. What do you have, like millions of dollars at the end of a month? And Every day, you know, a penny becomes $0.02, cents, becomes $0.04, cents, becomes $0.08. Cents. By the end of the month, if you keep doing that every day, you've got a, a, a fortune, And then you say, all right, well, what if you took out withholding tax, you know, 30%. What if you took out capital gains tax? Joe Biden wants to be one of the highest in the world, almost 50%. What if you took out every day, instead of having two cents on the second day, you had one and a half cents because they they taxed that capital gain at spot. You didn't sell anything, but they taxed it. You would have like tens of thousands of dollars rather than millions of dollars. It's a big difference. And if you're trying to build generational wealth, you now know the United States is not the place to do that. You now know many Western countries are not the place to do that. So these are the proposals, unrealized capital gains tax. Is it coming? Well, it's certainly being discussed. It's something that wouldn't have been discussed by anybody serious 10 years ago. Now it's a very serious thing. And I think it's something worth preparing for. Do you get that people? I think that's
0: something worth preparing for. So um, we've all got choices, haven't we? My choice is I'm choosing to open my mind to all of this. I've never had significant wealth before. I'm not saying I've got it now. But if that does happen, I just don't. I just don't. It it makes me feel sick to the pit of my stomach to know that I'm potentially going to give my government almost half of everything that I've got. If I try to spend it, they are going to tax me to death. And if there is a way for me to have, I don't know, a second residency where I can live a certain amount of time there and a certain amount of time here and I can get around them taking all those taxes from me, then I'm certainly as heck going to learn how that may be possible. Um, So, it's up to you what you do, people. I happen to like, I've subscribed to Nomad Capitalist's YouTube channel and I get lots of his short videos where he talks and gives ideas. I've got his book, I've read it. Um, It's in depth, but well worth reading. Um, So I'm you know, on this show where I'm, you know, away with my family and it's a premiere, I just thought I would throw that one into the mix because we are all into Bitcoin. So very, very briefly before we wrap the show up, um, quick plug to Matthew Underhill, um, a great book. I've just read it for the third time, actually. And they say that when you read a book, if you go back and read it months later, you've developed a bit more and you pick up more or you pick up things you missed the first or the second time round. So well worth looking at on Amazon at this book. A great read, a great gift to give um, to a family member, you know, or to loan to them to get them to try and understand what Bitcoin is. Some of it's technical. Most of it is for a noob or a beginner or somebody just hearing about Bitcoin for the first time. So well worth checking out the Bitcoin book, A Beginner's Guide to the Future of Finance. And finally, to pull the show together, You know me and quotes. I haven't lined that one up very well, but here's a great one from Helen Keller. Love it. Optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope. I hope uh, that us Bitcoiners doing what we're doing and driving that message out there, we are going to, in some small way, make a change in the world, help that change in the world, And I am very optimistic for a better world for my children and grandchildren since I came across Bitcoin than I ever was before discovering Bitcoin. What about you? is, Is it worth opening your mind to not only creating wealth, but how you protect that wealth for generations to come? because whether you like it or not, people, we, you and I and anybody watching it video today in the future, even if it's five or 10 years down the road, we collectively are the pioneers of what potentially the new financial world and new world could look like for all of our descendants. And I don't think any of us should take that lightly. So people, Thanks for tuning in. Yes, it's a premiere. I will be back on Monday with my regular show. But if you've tuned in late, the reason for the premiere is I'm out at a big family bash where we're sat down at 6 p.m. to eat. So I physically could not get out of it. I physically did not want to get out of it because I believe family is the most important thing. Above all else, Bitcoin comes second, even though I think they're intertwined as far as I'm concerned. And My family know that. But family comes first. You know, when family are gone, it's no good saying I wish I'd have spent more time with them. I wish I'd have done this. I wish I'd have done that. So I will be back live on Monday. But whatever you're doing, please tweet this out please share it with others to get others to find this channel. Please come back and leave a comment after the show's finished because that helps mess with the YouTube algorithm. Just come back and say great show, rubbish show, anything you want to say. But do always, if you can try and remember this, people, come back and leave a comment when the show's finished, because that really, really, really does help us get more eyeballs on the show. That is it, peeps. I'm going to leave you with my social media links. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. Whatever you're doing, have a great morning, afternoon, evening. Have a super weekend when we get there, and I'll be back on Monday. I'll catch you all then. Thanks for tuning in, people. Pound that like button. Strong Bitcoin hand. That's the name of the game on my show. I'm out of here. Here's my social media links.